Welcome, everyone. I'm Dr. Justin Honor from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Matt Salzler, Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery and Chief of Sports Medicine at Tufts University in Boston. He was a senior author of the paper titled, Arthroscopic Treatment is a Safe and Effective Alternative to Open Treatment for Acute Septic Arthritis of the Native Knee, a Systematic Review, which is in press in the Arthroscopy Journal. Welcome, Dr. Salzler, and thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, Matt. This is going to be good, something uh, we wish we didn't have to think about and, and work on and do so often, but definitely something important. So tell us a little bit about how you came up with this idea. I think this is uh, probably one of the most organic study ideas I've had, um, and it, it came from a lot of you know good good quality conversations between me and my colleagues. There are some of us that have probably been doing arthroscopic INDs for uh, acute septic arthritis for a while. Um, there are others of us that aren't really comfortable at all with the scope um, and still primarily do it open. And there's a, a big group in between that aren't really sure what to do. Uh, and there's you know there's a, enough data out there, but it's sort of spread out in a lot of different types of journals. And uh, we never really had any good quality results or just discussions. So we decided we would actually take a look at this. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to disclose my own bias. Uh, I actually am, am I'm an arthroscopist, and I was sort of hoping that arthroscopy would uh, show itself to at least be equivalent, um, so that I could I sort of hang my hat on that. And I think that uh, that we did that. We can talk about that in a little bit. But that this really just came from a series of discussions that I've had with my partners. Yeah, I think it's a great point. We've all kind of thought about it and discussed. And I've even had an ID doctor one time suggest to, to do it in an open fashion. So you never want to take these people back. So it's good to have have some data to hang your hat on, like you said. Tell us a little bit of background about septic arthritis. You have a really nice summary in your introduction. I was hoping you could share that with the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think we're all probably pretty familiar with this from uh, from our time in residency, even if we're not uh, taking call. But for those of us that are, we're certainly very, we're very uh, familiar with this. So septic arthritis is very common, probably a lot more common than we'd like for it to be. And the, the big problem is not really the fact that there's bacteria in the knee, but our body's response to that bacteria. So a lot of enzymes that get created that can break down the cartilage pretty quickly. So you can get early damage to cartilage within just hours. And within one to two days, you can start to get irreversible damage. And so this is one of those things we try to treat very acutely. It's one of the few orthopedic urgencies or emergencies that we know of. Uh, and we try to drain, whether it's with arthroscopy or with arthrotomy, drain and clean out the knee as soon as possible. Um, you know, Justin, one of the things that you mentioned is this discussion you have with your infectious disease doctor. And I'll tell you, that's, that's something that happens at our hospital too. Um, it may be infectious disease. It may be some other specialist saying, well, you know, I think that arthrotomy is going to be better because you can really get in there and look at it. Uh, and what I would say to those people is, you know, with an, with an arthrotomy, how do you get to the back of the knee? So if there's, if there's a lot of synovitis, if there's petechiae, if there are closed pockets, that are posterior. So I can get in the posterior aspect of the knee arthroscopically. You know, if you're doing a total knee, sure, you can just take out the poly, you can get to the back of the knee without totally destroying the knee. It's really hard to get to the back of the knee unless you're gonna, you know, flip the patient prone from supine. So I think that arthroscopy, uh, a well-done arthroscopic debridement can really get the back of the knee and get the entire knee in a way, and sometimes that arthrotomy can't. Um, the, the limitation in my mind would be if someone says, look, there's bony involvement and if there's bony involvement, I would say, yeah, I agree. Arthrotomy is going to be the way to go. Um, but in the absence of that, I think you can say, you know, to your ID doctor that, um, you know, we've got a, a fair amount of data to support that arthroscopy is good. Even without that data, you might be able to get to places that you can't get open. 
Yeah, it's a good point. And much like I always think of microfracture, there's different ways to to do a microfracture. If you follow the textbook and make the shoulders really uh, nice and vertical, it's kind of like arthroscopy. If you put uh, two portals in there and just run through fluid through, it's maybe a little bit different than making a posterior portal and using a shaver and doing a extensive synovectomy. So it definitely depends on how extensive and probably your, your skill set. So great points. One thing I, I uh, wanted to ask you about is obviously the results. There's quite a few studies like you mentioned. Can you give us a little bit of background on what you guys found? Yeah, so we found 11 studies overall with a total of around 4,000 knees that were involved, um, a little over 2,000 with arthroscopy and about 15, 1,600 with arthrotomy. Um, the nice thing about it is they weren't all just retrospective series. There's a randomized controlled trial and a three prospective series in there. Uh, majority of these nine of the 11 uh, controlled for variables, did a multivariable analysis or matched with patients. Um, and so I think that it that was able to sort of get rid of some of the differences in these groups. Because I know one of the criticisms that I often hear from people who haven't even read the literature, but just kind of surmise, oh yeah, well, of course, if it's a bad one, you're going to do it open. If it's an easy one, you're going to do it arthroscopically. And I actually don't think that's true. And I think that the majority of these studies didn't really do that either. I mean, that's always a a bias that you're going to have, maybe not with the randomized controlled trial, but certainly with all the respective uh, retrospective series, you're, you have that potential for bias. Uh, but I'll tell you, in our institution, it's not really based upon, for acute septic arthritis, it's not really based upon, I would say, uh, how quote unquote bad it is. It has more to do with what the doctor is comfortable with. Yeah, that's a good point. Something, you know, looking through the studies, I was curious about too. So it's, it's nice that you cleared that up. One thing I thought was interesting is how you looked at length of stay and readmission. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, th this would be great if this were a bunch of level one trials. We could have performed a meta-analysis and pooled our data and come up with a sort of a definitive conclusion that uh, I would love to say, you know, arthroscopy has, you know, lower length of stays, less readmissions, less reoperations, better passive range of motion. Um, but, but we can't really do that with a systematic review. Uh, with, you know, level, well, you know, though there is some level one and two data, but also a lot of uh, level three data. So we can't really pool that data. But it, but in general, we found at, at the least, at the very least, equivalent scores, whether it's for pain, passive range of motion, complications, and length of stay, at least equivalent. I'd say, you know, it probably trends towards better arthroscopically. Um, but some of those studies where it did trend better arthroscopically, once you did control for some of those variables that, that could affect that, um, ASA classification, uh, gastric classification, and so on and so forth. You, you did tend to find some of those differences started to go away. So I'd say you can at least sit pretty safely say that they're equivalent with respect to those things, if not potentially better. Yeah, I really wasn't aware that there there are some higher quality studies uh, looking at this, like you mentioned. Uh, we don't see that many times in orthopedics, so that's actually pretty powerful literature. Would you say the same thing? I, you know, I saw in your paper about uh, patient-recorded outcome measures. Would you say that's probably a similar thing? It's hard to really surmise all that since they're not all super high level studies or what would you guys find that way with outcome? Measures? Yeah, you know, the, uh, two of the studies did report um, outcome measures uh, looking at Ly Lysolme scores and the Larson scores and visual analog pain scores. Um, again, a lot of them did find, especially early on, lower pain in the arthroscopy group as opposed to the arthrotomy group. That's respect to pain. With respect to some of the other scores, they they tended to sort of wash out a little bit over um, over time. Uh, in particular, if you start to control for some of those other variables, 
but at, one of them did find uh, some better better outcomes even at two years for arthroscopy with respect to lysosome score, which you know I'm not sure if that's really from the arthroscopy or not, but uh, it's it's nice to, nice to think that it is. Right, that's that's for sure. Uh, and you know the other thing is the complication rates I saw were pretty similar between open and arthroscopic, and again, it's not a true uh, meta-analysis for the reasons we talked about, but. Tell us a little bit about the complications you saw and anything that you, you know, experience wise can give us some advice about with open versus arthroscopic treatment. Yeah. I, you know, the, the tricky part for that is this is a, even though it feels very common because whenever we have these cases, they sort of stick with us, but on the whole, no one institution has a huge amount of data on these and the complications are not super common themselves. So you're looking at a you know a complication which is not that common kind of diagnosis. It also is not necessarily all that common. So that just makes this a little bit tricky. Uh, but in in general, we found rate rates anywhere from zero to forty percent for arthroscopically treated uh, septic knees, and zero to almost fifty percent for arthrotomy. The ranges were pretty broad uh, when you adjust for the confounding variables. Uh, a lot of times, you don't really find any any significant differences between the two. Um, if you subcategorize them, minor versus major or minor versus serious, uh, I think that we found that the minor complications seem to be uh, slightly lower in the arthroscopy group. However, the uh, serious complications might be higher uh, in one study in the arthroscopy group. But again, I think this is more just sort of some randomness and a relatively uncommon thing. Yeah, great points. You know, I know you mentioned before about your discussion with some colleagues and I was curious, obviously, arthroscopic sounds like it was your uh, preference before this study, but has this changed, you know, the way you teach your residents or any of your colleagues' minds that maybe were on the fence or totally anti-arthroscopy? Tell us kind of how that's maybe changed your environment, this study. So uh, from a personal perspective, I, I strongly lean towards arthroscopic management uh, prior to this and, and certainly now uh, after after doing this. Uh, for a lot of my colleagues, you know, there, there's some of my colleagues that just really aren't comfortable with the scope. And, you know, as you mentioned, uh, if you just put a couple holes in the knee and run some fluid in, that's not going to do a lot. Now, maybe with a gastro one, which so the gastro classification is a, is a classification of a septic, septic arthritis in the knee. It's something that not all of us are all that familiar with, but basically it's, it's a stage from one to four. Um, one is just uh, basically synovitis and hyperemia and effusion. Uh, and effusion. Uh, two uh, is hypertrophic synovium, a lot of purulence. Three is when you start to get some cartilage damage. And four is when you have actual erosions into the bone. And so I think for, for ones and twos, who knows, maybe you can just get away uh, with just washing some fluid through it. Uh, but if, you, if you're some of the more twos, certainly into the threes, uh, you need to be able to do a really good arthroscopic debridement. And if you're, for my colleagues that aren't comfortable with an arthroscopic debridement, I think they're probably better off doing an open arthrotomy. Um, but for the the vast majority that sort of lives in the middle, uh, where they are comfortable doing it with a scope, uh, but they could also do it open, uh, I'd say, you know, I think it is easier on a patient to do it arthroscopically. Certainly the patients seem happier to have a couple of poke holes as opposed to a big incision. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I know this is a little off topic, but um, tell us about your approach for native shoulder infections. Do you typically do those arthroscopically? Are you familiar with some of that literature and any uh, advice or thoughts about other joints like hips, wrists, or ankles with scope versus open debridements? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I, I wish I could say it was certain. I think there was a good paper 
a systematic review looking at uh, shoulders and arthroscopy a couple of years ago. So I think the study on septic shoulders found the same similar equivalence uh, between arthroscopic and arth arthrotomy. Uh, and the same thing has been done for hips as well. That may also be in the arthroscopy journal. I think that it may have been. So for me, uh, I don't actually treat wrists. Our, our hand department takes care of all of that. But for me, if it's a, a hip, a knee, a shoulder, an ankle, uh, unless there's bony involvement, I'm going to do all of these arthroscopically. I, I am comfortable doing them open as well. You know, I do a lot of trauma, and so I have to be comfortable with the open approaches. But I just find that I can mobilize patients a little bit better. And the other thing that for, for me makes it easier, if, if someone has an incision on their knee, a big open incision, and then I'm evaluating them one or two days later to see, you know, is this someone to take back or not? And they're bending their knee and it hurts. You know, is that because they have a big arthrotomy that's healing or not? Or is it because it's an infection? I don't know. Uh, so I think for me, it's a little bit easier to monitor the patients that have had an arthroscopy as opposed to an arthrotomy. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's really hard to, hard to tell and examine those people. You know, as you alluded to at the beginning, you know, getting in the back of the knee, tell us how you make that decision about making a posterior medial or even posterior lateral portal. Are you doing that in all of these patients or when do you suggest maybe thinking about that in these infected native knees? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. Um, so I don't, I'd say I, I don't often do that, uh, but I always look back there. I think of it kind of like a ramp lesion. Um, if you don't, if you don't look, you won't see it. So for a, a gastro stage one, where there's just a little bit of hyperemia and effusion, not much purulence, not much hypertrophic synovium, you, you probably don't even need to look back there. Um, but for the, the twos and threes, I, I just, you know, get, get, put, get the scope posteriorly, you know, just go between the, you know, the, the PCL and the medial femoral condyle or between the ACL and lateral femoral condyle, and just take a peek in the back. And if, if it, if it looks clean, that's fine. If there's just a little bit of hyperemia, that's fine. But if there are pockets of purulence back there, then I'll, I'll make a portal as if I was going to you know, repair a ramp lesion or um, or get back on the lateral side as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I think probably sticking the scope back there and flushing it probably is is better than, than nothing too. So great point. Exactly. Yeah. As we wrap up here, any other closing thoughts about um, this study? I think, again, it's, it's a great, really useful study and appreciate you putting this together. And it's something I think every single one of us has have some conversation about, whether it be with a colleague or in our own mind. So it's a great study. Thank you. I don't really have any uh, great closing words other than the fact that I think uh, you know, if you if you're comfortable doing arthroscopy, it's it's certainly safe. Uh, it's certainly effective. Uh, I'd, I'd like to think that it's better. I think the data, you know, you could you could sort of massage it to make it stay that way. But I, I think that uh, it's still a little bit unclear if it's better. But it's certainly at least equivalent. Great. Thanks again for your time today. And you're a, a repeat offender here on the podcast. We really appreciate it. We know you're a, a busy guy up there running the sports department and it's always a pleasure to chat with you. So thanks again for your time. Thanks. Nice to talk to you as well, Justin. Yeah. Dr. Salsler's article titled Arthroscopic Treatment is an Effective and Safe Alternative to Open Treatment for Acute Septic Arthritis of the Native Knee. A systematic review is in press in the Arthroscopy Journal and is available online at arthroscopyjournal.org. Thanks so much for joining us. This concludes this edition of the Arthroscopy Journal podcast. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the Arthroscopy Association or the Arthroscopy Journal. Thank you for listening. Please join us again next time.